Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, welcome to Sacktown Sports. I am Ryan Balby. Joined as always, I feel like I just said like a robot. I am Ryan Balby. Uh, anyways, <laughs> joined as always by Chris Johnson. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing pretty good. It's a Tuesday. We're bringing you back-to-back podcasts uh, because I will be out of town this Thursday. So we're going to preview some NFL. We're going to talk some a little bit of basketball, some a little bit of Kings news, and just get this rolling. Yeah, that's right. Um, there was some Kings news rumors that broke from Carmichael Dave on Twitter. Now Sack B is picking up the story and uh, has to do with the GM search. Yeah, yeah. It said uh, Sacramento Kings reportedly uh, moving forward to hire Sashin Gupta and Monty McNair um, as the job uh, from the Timberwolves and the Rockets. So we'll move forward with both of them. Hopefully that gives... Um, the front office some stability so that way Vivek can just step out and just be the owner um, instead of trying to make decisions so uh, really excited about that we'll see um, both of those guys are coming from good organizations and well-run organizations so uh, really exciting news if you're a Kings fan yeah and just to be clear Gupta would actually be the president of basketball operations and um, the Rockets guy would be the Monty, Gen- McNair. Monty McNair would be the general manager. I believe they also work together in Houston because Gupta did spend some time in Houston. Both analytics guys. We're not going to try and give you too much information. You can find that. Uh, look up Jillian Adge on Twitter. She has a ton of stuff on it. But yeah, very exciting. I think to get either one of those names, I think Kings fans would be excited about. <laughs> we have no idea, but it just seems like those are good professional hires and to get somehow managed to get both of them. Uh, is a little bit shocking for me just because, again, I, yeah. I don't think they have a ton of money to spend. But great. I, I love it. So yeah. hopefully it works out and they do a great job. Yeah, hopefully it works out. As Kings fans, we've learned to kind of just wait. Don't get too excited. Wait until they prove themselves or wait until they do something because we were very excited about Vladi and uh, that didn't work out too good for us. So Kings fans, be patient. Uh, that's hard as Kings fans, but we're going to wait until they do stuff and um, – and of course, these are these are just rumors right yes. now. So it could move a di- by tomorrow. It, both of them could be off the table, and Scott Perry could be hired. We yeah. we don't know, or, or maybe they'll go to Chris Weber since yeah. you know just keep the old two thousand Kings thing. That'd be a terrible in idea. store. Um, I will I will add that um, 
Nope, I don't even know what I was going to add. So we're just going to move on from that. I was going to say something about that process that I saw on Twitter, and I can't think of what it was. So um, we'll just kind of keep going. So NBA playoffs are happening. Uh, Right now, the Miami Heat are playing the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. We didn't get to talk too much about the series. Uh, Celtics are up, by the way, 16-8 to in the first quarter with five minutes left. So... um, Chris, you still sticking with the Heat? I know that was your that was your upset pick against the Bucks, and I think you had them all the way into the NBA championship. Well, I actually I picked Toronto to go to the championship, but I mean I like the Heat. The Heat uh, didn't let me down against the against the Bucks. They've been playing well. They've been playing tough. I love the energy. Uh, you know, I'm a Bam, a big Bam fan. That's a cool sentence. Big to Bam say. fan. Yep. Uh, but man, if the Celtics can play like the beginning of that Toronto series, they are very dangerous. Dangerous. And um, but I'm gonna go with the Heat. I'm gonna stick with them. I'll pick the Celtics. They have a wider range of talent, I feel. I, I um, would agree, but I'm still rocking with the Heat. I also think Kemba Walker is going to cause problems because the Heat statistically do not do great against point guards, and Kemba's a very, very good point guard. Underrated, probably, since he spent so many years with Charlotte being uh, <laughs> forgotten about there. But, yeah, I mean, it really would not surprise me either way. I'm hoping seven games in this series and hoping seven games in whatever series we see in the Western Conference Finals. We don't need to dive too much into this. We already talked a little bit about Nuggets, Clippers. That is happening tonight at 6 p.m. Sticking with the Clippers, Chris? Absolutely. I'm sticking with them. It's going to be a big win for the Clippers. I think they're going to win by 15 points. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got Starbucks on this one. So I'm looking forward to my Starbucks when you come back. When the Nuggets pull the upset and win game seven. Not happening. Jokic puts up 42 points. And Kawhi Leonard and Paul George both decide to leave the Clippers and come sign with the Sacramento Kings. Well, if that happens, then I, in that case, I will take the Nuggets. But yeah. <laughs> um, I think they both, I think they actually, I think they, I'm trying to remember LeBron and AD. I think, a, okay, AD can opt out, out or can leave after this year. I think Kawhi and Paul George, I think one of them could technically opt out after this year, but I think they both have two year contracts left with the Clippers. So they could both leave, but next year. Uh, which I'm not expecting to happen, even though they clearly should come play for the Kings. Um, let's talk about some Monday night football, Chris. All was right. it good to have Monday night football back? Oh, man, I loved it. The doubleheader was kind of a lot, too. Like, man, there's so much sports going on. Like, it's hard to keep up with, honestly. Yeah, it's a little bit overwhelming. Fortunately, if you're a Giants fan, their game got postponed today because of the smoky weather in Seattle, so they are going to play an away game in San Francisco tomorrow. The Giants will be the away team in their own stadium, which is weird. That's awesome. Um, Steelers-Giants. Steelers come away with a 26-16 win. Big Ben is back. He is back, definitely, and I'm... Juju is happy to have his quarterback back. Like you, he had a big game. I think he had two touchdowns that game. James Conner goes down, which that's going to hurt a lot of fantasy owners, and it's going to hurt the uh, Steelers. But um, I like what I saw. The defense looked really good. Pittsburgh is the real deal, and I'm picking them to go to the playoffs this year. All fantasy owners are going after Benny Snell Jr. now, who had 19 carries for 113 yards. 
you know that a running back in a Big Ben offense is going to do well because oh, yeah. they always have. And yeah, Juju, two touchdowns. You had him last year, didn't you? He I was, did. He was the one he that was you were super terrible. angry about. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and uh, shockingly, it was um, Darius Slayton who led the Giants in reception. That was unexpected. Uh, six receptions, 102 yards, two touchdowns. A decent game for the Giants. Two interceptions from Daniel Jones, but I thought they looked okay. Certainly at times, I thought they were competitive. More so than I thought they'd be. But, of course, the the big story for the Giants is that Saquon Barkley couldn't do anything. Um, Their leading rusher on the day was Daniel Jones with 22 yards. That's ridiculous. I have Saquon Barkley in two of my fantasy leagues, and he is... Come on, man. I need you. I took you second overall. You cannot be putting up six rush yards or however many rush yards you got. Man, you are one of the best running backs in the league. I need you. Give Saquon the rock. Work those thighs and let's go. Yeah, and I think I saw some stat that Pittsburgh's defense has only allowed or has allowed eight like eighteen points or less from a opposing running back in or maybe it was eighteen straight games they've allowed I don't know. They're very good against running backs, especially when it comes to fantasy football. They do a great job of preventing them. Saquon got fifteen carries, but yes, only six yards, point four yards per carry average. That is atrocious. I don't care how good the defense is. If you are as good as people think Saquon is, he should be more efficient than that. Now he did get you uh, six receptions for sixty yards, so he did put some points up on the board. But yeah, from a rushing perspective. That would be the thing. You have to be a little bit worried as a Giants fan if you can only get six yards from Saquon Barkley, even against a very good Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Yes, that's true. Uh, Let's move to the next game. Um, That's where I lost this week. I lost on the picks. Ryan had one more pick, and it was the uh, Denver-Tennessee game that was the deciding factor. I took Denver. He took Tennessee. Um, Man. That was a tough loss right there. Ryan's doing a little dance. I, I wish am. You could see. I am. I am enjoying this moment. Uh, yeah, I go to nine and seven on the week. You finish at a measly eight and eight. Actually, Terrible. Pretty bad for both of us, to be honest. Yeah, but it's week one, and a lot of those games. I mean, a lot of people got wrong. Nobody expected a lot of those um, upsets to happen. So it's week one. We're not going to panic. I will win by the end of the season, and you will buy me lunch at the end. There, well, there's my cold we'll take. See, we'll see about that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a good defensive game on that second Monday night game, Titans-Broncos. And in fairness, I think there were there were reasons why both teams were going to lose. The Broncos, though, Vic Fangio, uh, former Niners great defensive coordinator Vic Fangio, one of the best defensive coordinators in the league, still maybe has some room to improve as a head coach because late in the game, the Titans are driving. They have a chance to go and take the lead. And he's sitting on three timeouts and doesn't use them. You, There was a point where you know the Titans are at least going to get a field goal try. And maybe you're expecting Goskowski to miss a fourth field goal in a row. <laughs> but we'll get back to him in a second. But you've got to use those timeouts. And at the end of the game, they ran out of time. And he still had timeouts left because you just couldn't use them enough to try and get one final crack at it with your offense. You You have to be a little bit smarter than that. Um, again, the defenses on both sides played fantastically. Uh, Vic Fangio, I think, got out coached in that game by yeah. Mike Vrabel just because of that one moment at the end there. He should have been using those timeouts. I think he even admitted to that as a mistake. Um, but Steven Goskowski, I was so happy to see him make the game winning field goal <laughs> because 
first of all, he he's a very had a very very good career. He's won Super Bowls. He's yep. kicked in clutch moments. Zero and three on field goals. Missed an extra point. Huh. Just a terrible terrible day for him. And really, then he walks out there with a chance to take the lead. You have to imagine the nerves were so incredibly great because to think if I miss this and cost our team the game because I missed out on 13 points, that's a huge deal. And they have to get better production from him in the future if they're going to win because they're a defensive team that runs the ball a lot. They're not going to be a high-scoring team. Their field goal kicker has to be consistent. Yeah, and then good on the coach for for sending him out there for a fourth time, even though he's had a a rough day. And you know it couldn't have got any worse. So he's like, I'm just going to kick it, and uh, it's going to go through. But yeah, rough rough night for him. But he came he came out the hero. Yes, yes, he does. And uh, let's move on to this week's slate of games, Chris. Um, we will start with the Thursday night game, the super exciting. Bengals and Browns coming up on Thursday night. You ready for it? I'm ready. It's a lot of orange on that on that game. Uh, the Bengals and the Browns. This is the week that I'm going to beat you by a lot. So, um, it, it, as far as picks, so in this game, Bengals Browns. I'm going to take the Bengals. Well, I'm going to take the Bengals, and I'm going to rock with Joe Burrow, and I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going with the Bengals. I think that he pulls off his first win on Thursday Night Football against Baker Mayfield and the Browns. All right, we are we are different here because I'm picking the Browns. Um, it is going to be an ugly game in terms of jersey colors. Yes. I will say I was watching this weekend's games with my brother and my sister-in-law, and she pointed out the Browns were playing the Ravens, and she was like, oh, those are just not good uniforms from the Ravens. She said, this is just not an aesthetically pleasing game. I said, you know what? We need more of that kind of commentary in the NFL. Like, please comment on the aesthetics of watching the game based on jersey colors. Browns and Bengals will be another ugly one, but I think the Browns just have the star power. I think they're going to be hyped up to play in in primetime on Thursday night. Baker loves the spotlight. We already we well we were talking about Odell Beckham off air earlier. He loves the spotlight. They have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. They have the weapons there, and I still I'm still holding on to the Browns as my what? surprise playoff pick. So I'm going to hold on to that. And I'm going to say they take care of business against the Bengals. Well, here's the thing. I like the Browns players. They have a lot of star players, star power. Actually, I have Nick Chubb on my fantasy and Odell Beckham Jr. on my fantasy. Both were terrible against the Ravens. And they put up six points. Yes, it was the Ravens defense, but six points? Come on. You have superstars on your offense. Give me the Bengals. (laughs) All right. I like it. Uh, Chris. We forgot to go straight to this. Um, breaking news before we move on to the Niners-Jets game. Mohamed Sanu was just signed by the San Francisco 49ers. Adds to a somewhat depleted receiving corps. This is a guy that Kyle Shanahan obviously worked with in Atlanta. He played well in Atlanta. People expected bigger things from him. He wasn't performing, wanted to be traded away from it. The New England Patriots were willing to give up a second-round pick last year in the midst of a playoff hunt, in the midst of a Super Bowl hunt, to go and get him. He didn't perform well in New England, but Kyle Shanahan obviously knows this guy. He he knows what it takes to make him effective. Not a superstar level, at least we hadn't seen that before. Um, but we know that, again, this is a guy that Shanahan wanted, and I always, with offensive weapons, I just in Shanahan I trust. 
He's been wrong sometimes, but for the most part, I trust him. Does this significantly improve the Niners' pass-catching game? Well, I hope so. I certainly hope so. Um, It adds another weapon for Jimmy G. Jimmy G just needs to go out and prove that he can make plays in this league, but it definitely helps having another target out there on a a banged-up receiving core. And once we have uh, Ayuk and Debo back, along with Sanu and Kendrick Bourne and Trent Taylor, then it'll start to look a little what's more healthy uh, so I'm yeah, excited I think this is bad news for Dante Pettis I think this helps but I don't I mean it's dependent on Jimmy I don't know how much of the passing game was Jimmy's fault or receiver's fault uh, I did read you know people who break down the film a little bit more said that Pettis did get bodied a little bit and couldn't get some separation from people so that's disappointing I expected more from him still has some time to figure it out Richie James I think is going on IR was added to IR uh, Debo is already on IR, so they're in need of another pass catcher, and this is a weapon that Shanahan's familiar with. So hopefully, this helps. Let me just ask this question too before you give your pick: Is Niners Jets a must-win game for the Niners? Yes, the the Niners need this. Um, obviously, we need a win, but we need this for our confidence to prove that hey, uh, we don't have a, a Super Bowl hangover. Hey. We're still an elite team in this league. We need to go beat up on a weaker team. We talked about uh, on yesterday's podcast that the Jets are just not good. So, yes, it is a must win. It's a must win for Jimmy's confidence and for the 49ers' confidence. I agree. So are you going with the Niners or do the Jets pull the upset? I'm going with the Niners 100%, and uh, I think the 49ers have the best jerseys in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. I think the (laughs) Niners are going to win. I will say this. It is historically, statistically difficult for West Coast teams to go to the East Coast and win games. It always gives the East Coast teams a big advantage, especially when you're playing in those 10 a.m. slots. That is going to be a factor against the Jets, but I think the talent level that the Niners have is enough that it should propel them ahead of the Jets in this game, even with the time difference kind of messing with their bodies. Well, definitely. And check this out. The 49ers have been practicing in smoke. So they're going to go to the East Coast where it's not on fire. They're going to have clean air. Well, relatively clean. And they're going to they're gonna run all over the Jets and the Giants. Yeah, and they will stay in New Jersey area in between those two games. And hopefully we'll come out with two wins. But the New York Giants, I think, are going to be a little bit better than last year. Still not a great team. They're playing the Chicago Bears this week. Who you got in that one? Uh, I'm going to... Oh, that's a tough one, you know, because Trubisky showed me something in the fourth quarter. I still am not sold on him. Uh, As long as he's the starter there, I don't have faith in them. But I also... You know what? I'm going to rock with the Giants. I'm going to say Saquon has a monster game, too, and he's going to come back. I'm going to take the Giants, mostly because I have him on two of my fantasy leagues, and uh, I'm that's what I, I'm just going to speak that into existence right there. I do think the Giants probably have a bounce-back game and are a little bit better, at least in terms of their rush. I mean, the passing was fine, um, but I think the offense can be even a little bit more efficient in this game. I am picking with the, I'm sticking with the Bears, though. This was a tough one. It was a, a toss-up for me. But I'm going to go with the Bears. I'm trusting in their defense right now. I think they've got that part locked in. I think they'll make it difficult for the Giants and still a young quarterback in Daniel Jones. And I think right now the offense can do enough. Although, to be fair, Trubisky had a couple big games last year. Um, Also, Allen Robinson may want out of Chicago. That is a big issue that they have to figure out. They need him 
100% motivated and focused if they're going to win this game. So we'll see, but I'm going to stick with the Giants. We move over to uh, another NFC battle, Cowboys versus the Falcons. Who do you like in that one? Uh, Well, I don't like either of them, (laughs) but this should be a good matchup. Both of them are... Uh, very good offensively the Falcons played pretty good on a week one but the Cowboys I think that the Cowboys can do even more than they than they did last week I'm gonna take the Cowboys on this I think that uh, Cooper and Gallup have have a better game I know Zeke did pretty good last week but I'm gonna go with the Cowboys um yeah I'm gonna go with the Cowboys I'm sticking with the Cowboys as well I think they just have a little more talent than the Falcons Falcons obviously are a great team Julio's the best receiver on the field in that matchup but um, Amari Cooper Michael Gallup CeeDee Lamb Mm -hmm. very talented receiving corps for the Cowboys Ezekiel Elliott is one of the best if not the best running back uh, in football and I think Dak probably has a slight edge uh, over Matt Ryan and you know again the Cowboys are a team that's disappointing because they have the talent. Yeah. So on paper, they should win more games than they have. They played a tough Rams team and and lost in that. So I think that they are the better team and they're playing at home. So I'm going to stick with the Cowboys as well. Um, I'll go ahead and give my pick first. This time I won't make you go okay. second on all of them. Um, I'm going with the Packers over the Lions in this one. That's fairly simple for me. I expect the Lions offense, like we talked about, to be better than it was last year. They played well until the, or they played okay until the fourth quarter against a tough Bears defense. But Aaron Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder. He's coming out for blood, and I expect big things from the Packers. They're going to win this one, and I think they're going to win it fairly easily. Okay, yeah, I'm also going to pick the Packers. I think that the Lions' offense proved that it is um, way better than last year, and I think that they should have won week uh week 1 but I'm I'm going to rock with the Packers. I think that Aaron Rodgers uh, does have a, another big game. The Packers defense is not as good as the Bears, but um I'm still I am going to go with the Packers. I'm I'm going to I'm going to go with you on this one. All right, Titans Jaguars. Jaguars one of the two most shocking wins yeah. last week. The Titans uh we just talked about them coming off their Monday night win playing an early game on Sunday. Are you picking against the Titans again, or are you picking against the uh, Gardner Minshew-led Jaguars? I like Gardner Minshew. He's a good, he's a character. I like his mustache, but I'm going to roll with the Titans. The Titans' uh, defense played well. I was impressed, and I was impressed with their offense, too. Not only, it wasn't just Derrick Henry running the ball. They did a lot of that, but they also had success in the air. Tannehill has proven that it's carrying over to this season from last season. Yeah, I uh, am picking with the Titans as well. Gardner, if you win this game, I will apologize on air to you, and I will pick you every single game (laughs) from here on out. Okay, probably not, but um, maybe apology. Vikings, Colts. uh, Colts had a disappointing late loss. Vikings came up against a tough Packers team. Uh, Phillip Rivers, obviously trying to get that first win in a Colts uniform. Marlon Mack is out for the season with a torn ACL. And so, who do you like in that one? I'm going to roll with the Vikings. I thought I thought the Vikings had a chance on uh, Sunday, but I, I like their team. I like their defense. I think that their offense is rolling. I like Dalvin Cook and the Colts. The Colts just need a little bit more time to gel. I mean, T.Y. Hilton wasn't as effective as I thought he would be. I thought that um, Phillip Rivers would treat him like a Keenan Allen as like a crutch, but that didn't happen. So I'm going to roll with the Vikings. Um, sorry, Phillip. 
Yeah, I am also going with the Vikings in this one. They're one of my NFC wild card teams, so I'm going to stick with them to beat the Colts. Even though I do love Phillip Rivers, but I think they have some more question marks than the Vikings do right now. And defensively, the Vikings are stacked with talent. So yes. going with them, Bills, Dolphins, I'll go ahead and give my pick here. I'm going with the Bills. I'm guessing you probably are too. I don't expect much this year from no. the Dolphins. The Bills, and it's not even close. I think the Dolphins, we talked about uh, the Jets having the number one pick next year. If the Jets don't have the number one pick, I expect the Dolphins to. Uh, they're terrible, and the Bills are pretty good, so that doesn't help. Two is coming in at some point this season, oh, yeah. surely, yeah. and look forward to that. Josh Allen is a little bit erratic, but uh, they're good enough defensively, and he has enough weapons that they should get the win regardless. Yeah. Rams-Eagles is a little bit of a tough one. The Rams obviously performed well. The Eagles did not. Uh, the Eagles, we've talked about, they have talent on their roster, but they never seem to quite live up to it. I'm going with the Rams in this one as much as I don't like picking L.A. teams and as much as I want to pick against our division rivals. Yes. I'm going with the Rams. I just think they're a little bit better than the Eagles. Uh, me too. I, I like the Eagles, but they let me down too many times. And I'm going with the Rams. Yes, we want NFC West teams to lose, but we're making smart picks. Uh, lunch is on the line here. So <laughs> uh, we have, you know, we the Rams are going to win, unfortunately. We can't pick with our hearts in these ones. Yeah. Uh, uh, Steelers, Broncos. You picked the Broncos last week. They let you down. Are you sticking with them, or is it going to be the Steelers and Big Ben leading the way? Uh, they did let me down. I like this game. I, I I like the Broncos a lot, but the Steelers are just too much. They they're good on both sides of the ball. Their defense was even good last year, and then this year getting Big Ben back. Um, mm-hmm. Juju's having a good year so far. I know it's only week two, but. They've proven that they work well together. I'm rocking with the Steelers. Yeah, I'm going with the Steelers as well. Everything that you said. I think Big Ben, we've forgotten about how good he is. Um, This is a guy that just constantly leads his team to victories. He has two Super Bowl victories under his belt. Uh, He's one of the best players in football. And I think he's going to have a great bounce back season. And uh, they're just a little bit better than the Broncos are right now. Maybe a lot better. I don't know. Um, Buccaneers, Panthers, and NFC South battle. Does Tom Brady get his first win in a Bucks uniform? He does get his first win, and it comes against the Panthers, who are not as good defensively as they have been in years past, um, unfortunately. And I think the Bucks figure it out. The Bucks figure it out. Uh, and Tom Brady figures out how to use those uh, big weapons that he has on sides of him. And I think that they win big here. All right, we're kind of boring because I'm also going with the Bucks here. I think we're just kind of picking the the favorites for the most part as well. Um, but, yeah, I think Tom Brady and that offense is just going to be too much for Carolina. Carolina has a good offense. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is one of the best players in football. Um, they put up big points against the Vegas Raiders. But, ultimately, the Bucks are even a little well, – are a different beast than even the Raiders were. Yeah. So I think they're going to have a hard time containing them, and it's the Bucks to lose there. Um, Cardinals versus the Washington football team. Um, who do you like in this one? 
I'm going to take the Cardinals. I mean, if the Cardinals can dice up the 49ers like that, I think that they're going to have their way with the Washington football team. Even though that front is impressive, so is the 49ers. The 49ers front is impressive, and they did work. Kyler Murray is going to slide all over the place. DeAndre Hopkins is really good, and I like Kenyon Drake. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals, and I'm picking another NFC West uh, opponent. Yeah, I want to be different on this one, but I am going to have to go with the more logical choice and pick the Cardinals as well. Washington has a good defense. I think they're going to surprise people this year defensively, but they don't have the firepower on offense to keep up with the Cardinals and the weapons that they have. Um, you know, they added one of the best receivers in football. Thanks again, Texans. Appreciate that. And I think they just have too many weapons. I will say this, though. If this game were in Washington, I'd be more tempted to pick the Washington football team because I do think this is a bit of a trap game in the fact that not quite your classic where it's sandwiched in between two big games, but they're coming off a huge win against the Niners. They're going to feel good about that. And even when they were looking at the schedule, they probably chalked up Washington as an easy win. Coming off the Niners victory, they might just be in too much of celebration mode, thinking a little too highly of themselves potentially. Uh, from just being the reigning NFC champs. And that could slip up against a good Washington football team. But I think Washington traveling from East Coast to West Coast is going to be hard on them. They're a young team. They, I just think, are going to struggle in this game. I think it's going to be close, but I'm picking the Cardinals as well. Okay. Um, Chiefs, Chargers, I don't think we really need to say much. Surely this is the Chiefs. We already said that they yes. are probably the best team in football. Yes. Uh, Ravens, Texans. This is actually going to be a good test for the Ravens, obviously playing the team that the Chiefs beat last week. And yes, the Texans could certainly play better than they did last week. Not they played terribly, but it will be a good indicator of really the power in the AFC. I'm picking the Ravens to win this game, but I do think it's going to be, I think that, I think the Texans can make it interesting. They're defensively. They're very good. They have some weapons on offense. I'm hoping for a good game. It's in Houston, but I'm picking Baltimore. Yeah, I trust I trust the Ravens. I trust trust John Harbaugh, and I trust that defense uh, more than I trust the Texans. Um, the Texans did play the the Chiefs. They they had some shining the moments where they shined. Um, David Johnson did pretty good. I mean, if they can get that running that running attack going, then the Texans might have a shot. But Lamar Jackson. Um, Hollywood Brown and that Ravens defense, I, I like them. I'm going to take the Ravens over the Texans. Yeah, the Sunday night game is the Patriots and Cam Newton going against the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks have Russell Wilson, who played phenomenally last week. They are going home. Not quite the home field advantage that we're used to from Seattle with no fans right. in the stands. This is, of course, assuming that Air quality doesn't stay bad through Sunday night there in Seattle. Um, this should be a well-contested game. Two typical powers in their respective conferences, in their respective divisions. Who do you like in this one? Uh, this is this is tricky. I believe in Cam, and I believe in the hood, obviously. But I don't know that the Patriots can keep up that offensive approach of just Cam running the ball that much. Like as pretty soon, they're gonna have to figure something out. Their running backs are gonna start having to having to get going, or they're gonna have to rely on that receiving core a little bit more. Um, it's hard to bet against Russell Wilson. We play him twice a year, and we know how good that Seahawks team is. 
Uh, but I've picked all NFC West teams. We need one of those teams to lose in order for us to have a chance of winning this um, division. Actually, it's too early to say that. But we need one of those teams to lose. So I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Sorry, Cam. I believe in you, but I have to take the Seahawks at home. Just not enough. But uh, I already wrote down my pick. It's already in there, Chris. Nothing was changed. I'm picking the Seahawks as well. Um, yeah, my heart wants to pick against all the NFC West teams, but my head says eh, Eagles. I don't think so. Washington. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. 100% believing in you yet and Patriots I do believe that they're going to be they're going to be better than I think they would have if Cam Newton stays healthy but that's a big question mark but I think the Seahawks are rolling right now and I just don't think that they have the weapons to keep up or to stop them even defensively yes they have Stefan Gilmore who's one of the best defenders in the league but I think beyond that I mean Chris Carson is a really good running back uh, you got Metcalf you got Lockett Russell Wilson just can do whatever he wants with the ball and put it wherever he wants to. So I, I have to go with the Seahawks on this one because lunch is on the line. So <laughs> we're only two different in this one. I got the Browns, you got the Bengals, I got the Bears, you got the Giants. And so those we'll, are Yeah, and those are just two teams that I'm not even super confident in. I picked the Giants because I need Saquon to go off for my fantasy, and I picked the Bengals just because the Browns did terrible last week. I'm not super sold on those games, so we'll see. <laughs> I'm glad that we had some different because I was I was a, a second away from picking the the Browns and the Bears too. So I'm glad we had some different. Yeah, there's certainly some fun matchups to look forward to. A couple uh, big games. I don't think anything quite as exciting as last week, um, as the like Bucks Saints game was was expected to be and. Uh, things like that. I think the Ravens-Texans is going to be really interesting just to give us a clear idea of who's or where the power difference is in the AFC. Um, Patriots-Seahawks should be interesting to see just really how how good the Patriots are. They got a win last week, yes, but uh, not against anyone like the Seahawks. And, you know, we're, we're going to start to see which teams are for reals. Can, can Washington's defense perform well against another team? You know, can the Niners step up and take that jump and beat a, a bad team in the Jets? Are the Giants good and just came up against a tough Steelers team? What's the how good are the Bears really? The Jaguars, you know, were the surprise were a surprise winner. So uh, lots of questions remain after Week One, heading into Week Two, and I'm excited to see what comes next. But we want to get you guys out and uh, get you back to your NBA playoff games or uh, just your Wednesday morning routine if you're listening to this Wednesday. So let me just say that. We, uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate all those who are listening two times a week. Yep. And I uh, hope you enjoy that. We just have a lot that we want to talk about, so we're trying to get it out to you. Um, lots to cover next week. Also, Sac Republic play on Saturday, I believe, next game is coming up. So make sure you check that out. Stay tuned for that. And uh, make sure you subscribe. Give us a five-star review and, uh, you know, an actual review as well because that just helps get this podcast out to people so we appreciate you and uh, we appreciate our sponsor starbucks thank you (laughs) for letting us buy your drinks yep and uh, if you want to be a sponsor of the show we'll take it i mean you know you can negotiate with us so (laughs) we we have high standards you know just just a few thousand dollars per sponsorship and uh and and you can get something or just maybe send us starbucks gift cards and we'll just promote you or give you a shout out i don't know (laughs) one of the things anyways chris anything else before we head out 
Nope. Uh, we are looking forward to NBA and NFL. It's an exciting time, and we look forward to recapping all of that the next time we see you guys. That's right. Celtics are up 43-42 over the Heat. What a game that's going to be, hopefully. Game 7 tonight. Can't wait. Thank you so much for joining us. Peace out. Beat Peace. LA.